Today, we're busting the myth of the hustle and grind, and I'll be sharing with you an alternative instead. Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we talk all things life, love, and leadership with a spiritual and racial justice twist. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batak, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a returning listener, then I want you to know every time you tune into an episode of this podcast, you're saying yes to yourself and to living your best life. If you're new here, then you are in for a treat. This is a podcast for all women in leadership with an emphasis on the experiences of women of color who are looking for ways to live their best lives and show up as their best, most authentic selves. If you sometimes feel like a public success and a private failure, or that you have to keep putting on the masks, that you have to hustle harder than others to prove your worth, or that imposter syndrome keeps knocking at your door despite all of your accolades, then you're in the right place. I'm a relationship therapist, author, speaker, executive coach, consultant, and healer. And I specialize in helping women like you develop the skills necessary to live your best life and show up as your authentic self at home and at work without having to sacrifice one for the other. I'm going to invite you to get caught up by visiting my website, www.fierceauthenticity.com slash start here and joining our newsletter community and receiving the free mini audio training that's going to get you caught up about what we are doing here and what we're all about. And so with that, let's dig in. Have you ever had those days where you're super exhausted, but you've got this massive to-do list, so you keep hustling and grinding to push your way through, just so you can check off the to-dos, just check off the boxes because you've made the list, only to crash and burn at the end of it, and then you're not even able to enjoy the thing that you were hustling for? And that you had your to-do list going for? Yeah. Sound familiar? I know that a lot of us, especially those of us who are overachievers and super doers, we can uh, put together that to-do list and really make that our higher power. We can make that the thing that we have to do, that we just have to check the boxes and in order to feel accomplished, and that's quote-unquote accomplished. And at the end of it, well, actually the whole time, you're just feeling exhausted, and then at the end of it, you just literally crash. You go numb, and you can't even feel the joy and the excitement of the thing because you've just burnt yourself out hustling and grinding and trying to accomplish the thing. I remember the time I was hiring my first employee in my business. 
I was working solo at the time and there was so much to do. So many conversations back and forth with my attorney, getting all of the onboarding stuff done, figuring out payroll systems, taxes, workers' comp, social security, and and how all those systems work and how to pay all those things. And, And it was a lot while also managing my own regular workload. But I was determined to bring this employee on and it was going to happen, damn it, no matter what. I was totally in my will, trying to control the situation, trying to force it, trying to make it happen, checking off all of the to-dos on the list. And I was driving myself out of my mind. You know, my mom was actually visiting at that time and she was watching me pretty much drive myself out of my mind with so much love. She said, you know, you're doing a lot of spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. Of course, I was not happy to hear that because I thought I had it under control. And how dare she tell me what I was doing? But of course, in retrospect, she was totally right. And since then, I've told her that she was totally right. Anyways, here I was doing all the things so exhausted, just trying to check all the boxes off because I was determined that this was going to happen and it was going to happen on my timeline. And because of that, I was so exhausted and couldn't even be present enough to enjoy my time with my mom. It was a terrible experience that only got worse. And for today, I'm going to spare you all of those details. And instead, we're going to fast forward to a few years later when I made my third hire. That third hire was my easiest hire and my easiest termination. And not because they sucked or I didn't like them. It was quite the opposite, actually. I really, really, really valued this person and the experience they were coming in with and their work and their personality. I knew they were going to be an excellent fit. And so that's why it was actually my easiest hire and easiest termination. Because throughout the entire process, I was completely surrendered and open to God's plan. We worked well together. It was easy. And at the end of it, when God gave me the message that it was time for me to close my large office space and downsize back to the solopreneur life because God had greater plans for me, the news was so well received and everything ended amicably. We're still friends to this day. And this person's amazing. I still admire all of their skills and their expertise. And if I were to do it again, I would hire them again. That's how amazing this person is. And again, the entire process was so easy. 
even though I was still having conversations back and forth with my employment attorney to make sure that, you know, things were still going well, nothing needed to be updated and all that stuff and still going back and forth. But I wasn't hustling and trying to force things to be my way. Instead, I was surrendered and yielded to what God's guidance for me was. From the moment that I knew that this was the person that I would be inviting to join my therapy practice at that time, all the way to when I heard the message that it was time to downsize so that I could do the other things God had in store for me. And because I was surrendered and yielded to what God's guidance was, it led me to staying in my right mind, which then led me and the other person involved to experience ease and joy and love and connection and flow every single step of the way. It was beautiful just how simple it was, how easy it was, and how it all came together, both for the joining and the letting go. Makes me think of the quote that simplicity is the language of God and complexity is of the ego. One definition I love for ego, and I'm not talking about Freud's ig id, ego, and superego here. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about ego, the part of us that edges God out. I learned this definition of ego in my 12-step recovery program. Ego, edging God out. And what I've come to learn is that when we edge God out, we experience angst, anxiety, frustration, a sense of urgency, wanting to control things, the massive to-do list that we have to hustle through so that we can check it all off while not enjoying or experiencing any of it. Being totally numb and checked out. While we just try to hustle and grind. And check the list. This is what happens when we get out of our right minds. And when I talk about right mind, what I'm talking about is the mind that thinks with God. I've been a student of A Course in Miracles, and I'm going through it again. And this year, I'm actually fully dedicated and committed to going through it. And I'm reminded that A Course in Miracles tells us that when we're not thinking with God, we're not really thinking at all. We've fallen asleep. We've gone unconscious. We've gone into the world of illusions. And one of those illusions is that you must hustle and grind in order to get anything done. Or worse, even deeper than that, is that in order to prove yourself as worthy to someone 
or worthy of something that you have to work so freaking hard. Remember, a few episodes ago, I told you, you are worthy, valuable, and deserving simply because you exist. Not because you had to do something to quote-unquote earn it. And that is a message you are going to hear from me over and over and over again. The more you listen to this podcast, the more it will get drilled and ingrained as a new thought pattern in your brain. You are worthy, valuable, and deserving simply because you exist, not because you've had to do something to earn it. And by the way, side note here, the illusion of the hustle and grind, because I just shared with you, the hustle and grind is the illusion. It comes from supremacy culture and our modern day remnants of colonization and enslavement. So when you're hustling and grinding, you're not thinking with God and you're instead playing out the lies that the supremacy wants you to believe because as long as you're hustling and grinding, you're too distracted and exhausted trying to chase some imaginary thing so that you don't see and then dismantle the grips that the supremacy has on you and everybody around you. So next time you find yourself getting pulled into the hustle, What I want you to do is connect with God and go into the flow. This is why the whole last episode, season two, episode 11, we focused on the importance of remembering your relationship with a higher power for the sake of ease in this podcast I call my higher power God, or I refer to my higher power as God, but You can replace that with anything. In order to get out of the illusion that you have to hustle and grind to do, to achieve, and to prove, you have to have remembered your relationship with your higher power. You have to get back into your right mind, the mind that thinks with God. And when you do that, when you take that pause, when you reconnect, and here's a prayer that I love. I learned it first from Marianne Williamson, and then this year as I was going through the exercises in the workbook for A Course in Miracles, I actually realized I had the prayer backwards. And that prayer is, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to whom? And literally, pause. Connect with your higher power. Ask each of those questions one by one. Dear God, what would you have me do? And then get quiet. And listen for the answer to be revealed to you. 
and then ask the next question. Where would you have me go? And then get quiet and listen. And when that answer arises, that last question, and what would you have me say? And to whom? And as long as you take the time to pause and ask each of those questions and get quiet and listen for the response, your higher power will speak to you in that language of simplicity and guide you step by step in exactly what you need to do, where you need to go, what you need to say and to whom, in order to experience ease and flow and miracles and love, not only in your life, but in the lives of everyone around you. And so remember that. There's no need to hustle. There's no need to grind. That's just the illusion, the lies, the remnants that the supremacy would have you believe. And instead, pause, connect with that higher power with whom you've been cultivating a relationship with, and listen. Ask and listen. Because your higher power loves you. And your higher power wants you to experience love and joy and ease and flow. Because you are you. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with an image. Because you might be thinking, whatever, I can go against the flow. I can go against the grain. It's all good. It's been working. Blah, blah, blah. And I just want you to think of this image. That by swimming against the flow, you might get some really strong muscles. Really strong muscles. But you're not going to get anywhere. Remember that the next time you're tempted into the lie of the hustle and the grind. And with that, I'll be back next week. Take really good care until then. I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge all of the amazing support that I have in making this podcast possible for you. And I want to start with Diego Velasquez, our podcast editor and the artist who created our beautiful custom music. Ana Olvina, my assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and creates the transcript that you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. 
Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night. And I'm like, hey, babe, I got to record a podcast episode. Is that okay? And lastly, I want to acknowledge my higher power, whose wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. I'm sending you all so much love, and we'll be together again next week.